Hey, what's up, everybody? My name's MJ, and you're listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast. As usual, I'd like to give a quick shout-out before we begin to my local game store, Guardian Games. You can find Guardian Games on the web at ggportland.com. I'd also like to utilize this opportunity to give a huge shout-out and thank you to the awesome people who've supported me over at patreon.com slash Quarantine. So, thank you to Mr. Big Benz, Anomaly, Draco Lucian, Neo Royal, Nick S., Infamous Fridge, and my newest patron, Frugal Brutal, for supporting me. If you'd like to help support the show and help me make more awesome content, head on over to m- patreon.com slash mtgandquarantine for more information. With the Thanksgiving holiday coming up here in the United States, I figured that this would be the perfect opportunity to kind of look back on 2021 in retrospect and try to determine which cards I am most thankful for in 2021. And instead of just having me talking on the mic for a couple of minutes about some of the cards that I have been most excited about to play with from 2021, I figured that this would be another really good opportunity to collaborate with a lot of fellow content creators and awesome members of the MTG community. A lot of people, friends of the show and new friends of the show, have all pitched in short little MP3s about the cards they have are most thankful for from the year 2021, and I'm really excited to share it with everybody this for this holiday season. So therefore, without further ado, I'd like to get us started with a good friend of the show, Mono Whiteboarder, a.k.a. Peter. Take it away, Peter. Hey, MJ, it's Peter, a.k.a. Mono Whiteboarder on Twitter. Uh, the thing I'm thankful for from this year is Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Uh, that set was awesome. I know it didn't get a lot of love from the community at large because, one, low EV in the pack, so if you bought sealed product, you're probably not getting your money back, and generally, the cards were low power. But, lucky for me, I really enjoy both of those things. I don't buy a whole lot of sealed product, so... Uh, cheap singles is really good for me. And then a lot of the cards just struck a chord with me. Um, I found the venture mechanic to be extremely fun. I am working on completing uh, the final venture legendary creature so that I'll have all of those ready to go and I can venture into a dungeon in any color that I want to. Um, and a ton of the cards just are a blast to play with. Um, one of my favorite cards from the year, Nadar, was from that set. And overall, I just enjoy the flavor, the mechanics, um, and everything about that set. It's given me so much mileage this year. So, yeah, just wanted to give AFR some love, and uh, that's what I'm thankful for. Hello, one and all. My name is Jordan Leroy Hansen, also known as LevDev, or PGD Hansen on Twitter. And the one card that came out this year in Magic the Gathering that I am thankful for... Legitimately honest with you, it's probably Maskwood Nexus. It's a four-cost artifact that came from the Kaldaheim block. Essentially, it allowed you to more or less make all your creatures into all creature types that are within Magic the Gathering, as well as generate shapeshifted tokens, which had the changeling archetype. Personally, I just love this card because it was kind of the cornerstone to one of my more funner Jenga brews, such as the Awkward Knights EDH deck I brewed earlier in the year, as well as just been a pretty much a central key card in my implementations of general Tazri decks, whether it goes to straight to just party tribal or my latest iteration, which is essentially rainbow token tribal. I also like the card, trying to do some jink brews with it in standard. While it's not been the most successful card for me in standard, when it works, it actually provides some of the more funner jink that I am very thankful to have the opportunity to interact with. So yeah, 
One of the cards that I'm absolutely thankful for, Masquerade Nexus, because it does a lot of fun tribal shenanigans. Hey everybody, this is Cardboard Pimpin' and I want to shout out Giralf Visionary Stitcher because who doesn't want flying zombies? Hi everyone, it's John from Gemstone Mine. The card I'm most thankful for this year is Ambitious Farmhand from Midnight Hunt. One in a white for a 1-1 creature, human peasant. When Ambitious Farmhand enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic planes card. Reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. It also has the ability to upgrade for one white white, transforming it into a 3-3 with lifelink if you happen to control three creatures with different powers. A card that fetches a basic land into hand for white that does not require you to be catching up? That's what I'm talking about. Hey, my name is Fitz, and one of the cards I'm most thankful for this year is the addition of Esper Sentinel. Giving white a powerful, repeatable card draw source is great and a boon for the format. Hey everybody, Brandon here from Create Commander, and while I'd like to say that Fetchland reprints or card draw in white like Esper Sentinel is what I'm most thankful for, it's actually Liquid Metal Torque. Hi there, I'm Jay Rowe, the Unsummoned Skull. And one of my uh, cards that I am thankful for is Black's Vexing Pest, which has the flip side, Search for Black's. I'm thankful for this card because it really got my juices flowing, and it helped to reinvigorate an idea that I've had for a while in terms of a Golgari Spellslinger deck that actually managed to trigger Magecraft from the Command Zone. It's a unique design, and I love it. Hello, everyone. This is Cole from the Uncommon Commander podcast, Coming through you live through MJ and the MTG and Quarantine podcasts. Today I'm I'm coming on to talk about what I'm thankful for this year uh, in terms of magic cards. I'm going to talk about Quintorius Phil Destorian for a bit. I think seeing more uncommon legends as the years have gone on is is a really great thing, not only for Commander, but also from a lore and story standpoint. We're so used to seeing a lot of these worlds now only once one set at a time, maybe with return later, never consecutively like with Innistrad recently. But now, through the power of uncommon legendary creatures, we now kind of expand the world a bit, and we're starting to see more and more pieces of how full these worlds are. And on top of the the lore stories that came out during Strixhaven, Quintorius kind of... Uh, I just thought it was just really fun addition, made it really interesting to try and build a deck around him, and like his story is just is just good for the soul. It's just really refreshing to have a really well written story for just a really nice character. So yeah, uh Quintorius, Field Historian, that's that's a card I'm thankful for. Hello, it is Infamous Fridge. The card that I am most thankful for this year is Explore the Vast Lands is the opposite side card of Wandering Archaic. It is a great group hug card as it allows players to look at the um, top couple cards of their library and get a land and or instant or sorcery card. So it kind of allows players to get a little bit of ramp while also getting players a little bit of access to other spells that they may have amongst their um, deck holds being a great being a group hug player um means that i really like this card and it, i immediately slotted it into my group hug deck and i love casting it 
And last, but certainly not least, it's my turn. Hey everybody, I'm MJ from the MTG in Quarantine podcast. The card that I'm most thankful for from 2021 is, of course, no surprise, Secret Rendezvous. Secret Rendezvous is a sorcery that costs one white-white from Strixhaven, and it reads, you and target opponent each draw three cards. Did a whole podcast episode on this one with my good friend J-Ro of the Unsummoned Skull channel, and what I really enjoy about this card is the fact that it not only allows you in white, or especially in Boros, to be able to draw three cards right on the spot for three mana, but it's also an interesting political tool to give target opponent three cards as well. So you can use this however you feel. You can give the three cards to someone else who is also potentially lagging behind in card draw, or you can make it very interesting alliance by providing another player with three cards in exchange for something else in a deal. So again, I just love Secret Rendezvous. It's a great card. If you're not playing in, in your white decks, you really should be. I love this card. I love the political implications, and I hope we see more of these kinds of cards going forward into 2022. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to the MTG in Quarantine podcast Thanksgiving edition. Before I sign off for today, I'd like to give another huge shout out and thank you to the awesome people who support me over at patreon.com slash MTG in Quarantine. So I'd get, like to give another huge thank you to Mr. Big Benz, Anomaly, Draco Lucian, Neil Royal, Nick S, Infamous Fridge, and Frugal Brutal for supporting the show. If you'd like to help support the show and help me make more awesome content, head on over to patreon.com slash MTG in quarantine for more information. And this has been the MTG in quarantine podcast. My name's MJ. Have a great rest of your day, everybody.